Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. This is the COB podcast at AusBiz. It is June 28th. I'm your host for today, Scotty, joined by Carl Rotter. And uh, Carl, welcome to the program. And uh, thoughts on the day? Four gains in a row. Yeah, bouncing back, eh? Um, what was it? 0.8% higher for the day. Bit of a tilt to cyclicals, although utilities are up there as well. I mean... It's the easy thing to say and uh, to reveal the magician's secrets. Um, if you are a commentator in these situations, if it's any day between the 26th or 27th and the end of the month, you just say end of month flows. Um, so maybe it was an element of that. Some of those beaten up uh, energy and materials names that struggle throughout the month leading the market higher into the end of the month. But um, I don't know. No one's complaining. Good, uh, good rally. Not exactly broad based, but... Yeah, yeah, volumes are pretty light as well, so keep yeah. that champagne on ice. But we'll take the uh, the four games in a row. It's uh, been a long time between drinks, since we can go and say that. But uh, yeah, finish on session highs. So big gains coming to in particular in the energy and material space. So everything old is new again when it comes to the uh, the market drivers. So as you mentioned, those cyclical names. Once again, we hear reports of uh, more stimulus being rolled out in China. I've lost count how many times we've talked about stimulus in China. But at some point, I guess they will go and either uh, defeat COVID. Or they just have to go and join the rest of the world and having to go and deal with it with the use of vaccines and everything else. But uh, that optimism clearly continuing to permeate in those two particular sectors. Uh, there was some, uh, you know, a lot of corporate news out today as well. Tassel Group, uh, you into your, uh, your salmon and, and king prawns? Nah, 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 you know that. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd ask anyway. But yeah, <laughs> I, I enjoy my salmon. Yeah, Tass- Tassel Group got lobbed a, a, a takeover offer from Canadian from. Uh, uh, cook it was uh, hmm. yeah and uh, they've had a couple of nibbles at uh, the salmon and aquaculture company uh, recent times yeah, but right. uh, not enough salmon in Canada yeah well, apparently not so uh, yeah having, uh, so running the ruler <laughs> over that uh, watch your space I know big gains coming through today for Tassel Group uh, but still waiting to go and hook line and sinker for the other board we'll see whether something comes through in that space uh, yeah we're having a chat before we did the other podcast as well Carl and uh, of course um been a vegan now, not uh, partaking in, uh, in KFC consumption. No. A lot of us uh, out there still go and do it occasionally as well, myself included. Yeah. Uh, seems that uh, Australians have been doing it a lot because uh, it was a top performer on the 200 today by some margin releasing its full year results. Of course, it reports the year May 1st. And uh, yeah, uh, being able to go and almost be recession-proof, uh, pass on cost increases uh, that are coming through. So the margins are still looking pretty good. Yeah, everyone's tucking into their fried chicken. Apparently, I mean, for what it's worth, uh, one opened up right below my building in a uh, in, re- in place of what was a very very good curry shop before the pandemic. So, yeah, I did wonder with a lot of these fast food companies who obviously have strong balance sheets and the ability, again, like you said, to kind of weather these economic storms where. Um, you know, they've been able to go out, um, continue to expand themselves. Um, clearly, there <laughs> remains a demand for uh, cheap, fried, good-feeling food, even though, you know, I don't agree with it on an, ag- an ethical basis. But, um, yeah, Collins, Collins Foods absolutely rocketing as a result. So, I don't know what necessarily to make of it all that much, but, you know, clearly the, 
you know, story tells itself. Yeah, well, we don't know the answer. So, but let's go and I'll speak to some people who do. Uh, today, uh, had uh, Andrew sat down for the call with Mark Gardner from Macro Capital and Chris Conway from Marcus today to get their take whether the other uh, results were hot and spicy. Take a listen. Look, I think this is a real case of the market's really got ahead of itself in terms of uh, you know all the doomsday, um, etc. I don't think this is going to be the first one of these sorts of updates that's going to, you know, that's going to start pushing stocks up. Um, and we're all pricing in particularly, I mean, you probably classify this as consumer discretionary in a way. The highlight was the, uh, the recovery in Europe. Uh, that was really the headline that stood out to me. And one of the impressive takeaways that I took out of it as well was that they managed to deliver positive same, source, same store sorry, sales growth uh, despite cycling what were pretty unprecedented numbers. Uh, in the prior year, of course, during the pandemic. Uh, and just picking up, I think I came in on the end of the conversation when Mark was talking about, or maybe you, Andrew, were talking about, obviously, uh, with interest rates going higher and inflation where it is, it will have an impact on mm. uh, consumer discretionary spending, but it's these cheaper brands that tend to hold up. There we have it. So, yeah, uh, views on uh, Collins Food today. Uh, it was one of the standout performers. I tell you, uh, Different feel, but uh, certainly from a retail perspective, BWS, uh, healthcare or skincare, uh, no hair care products, uh, yeah, grating for uh, for shareholders. It was down about forty percent uh, by the close, uh, announcing not only uh, a discounted uh, capital raise, heavily discounted capital raise, but also um, a guidance downgrade with it. So double oof for shareholders there. Exactly. Uh, finished at stone motherless lows. Uh, that it's ever traded at. So keep a close eye on that. It was a, one of those COVID winners. Uh, we've seen so many stories that are similar. You know, big boom times, uh, no changing, uh, no shifting spending patterns, but only to go and reverse hard. And uh, people are left with a lot of stock on hand that no one wants anymore. Uh, look, we had some uh, great chats on the program, as we always do today. Uh, Carl, uh, we also spoke with Luke Larity from Seneca Financial uh, Solutions. And uh, he gave his take on Collins Foods as well. Also had a bit of a, a discussion about Credit Corp and ARB. The common denominator for the discussion was that uh, three stocks did not get too bearish on. So, uh, yeah, all have fallen pretty heavily over recent times. Mm. Uh, he reckons that uh, no, unjustifiably so. So sniffing out some bargains there, no pun intended. Mm. Uh on that uh, same vein, Claude Walker from Rich Life also came on. Uh, gave us a bit of sense as to the things that he's liking at the moment, the things he's not liking, and the things that could be potentially warming up. Mm. Now, I'm not going to go and give specific names, but uh, he talks about uh, the various things, what's working in the marketplace right now. Uh, yeah, in a clear thematic. It gives some clues as to what you want to go and look for but as well for M&A targets. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, speaking of thematics, um, I spoke to Martin Crabb this afternoon, Shaw and Partners, mm-hmm. as he always does on a Tuesday afternoon. And I, I sort of recommend certainly going and having a look at that discussion because he was talking about what we're seeing now is a shift in thematics. Um, we were talking about it off the top, you know, the energy and the material spaces yep. up to today. Um, but only bouncing and sort of reclaiming some of the losses that we've seen throughout the month. And his whole thing now is that uh, Shaw and Partners, they're not really jumping full on back in equities yet because it's still a little bit too uncertain with the monetary policy environment. But they're shifting their portfolio away from hedging against inflation towards hedging downside risks to growth. Mm. And ultimately, the theme to come out of that was... uh, growth and quality names and you start throwing out CSL and what have you. So I don't, I don't want to ruin it completely, yep. but obviously he's a, he's a great, uh, great voice in the market, a very good friend of the show. So I certainly recommend uh, investors and uh, the audience out there to give that one a listen.
get involved. Not in the other show notes, but certainly available on the website. So, yeah, Marty, we love your work out there. Um, also love uh, the work of uh, Wim Steemers from AL Capital. He came and joined us as well, talking about quality companies that are going for a discounted rate for the time being. Uh, there was one bank in particular that he likes the look of at the moment, uh, particularly after its recent pullbacks. Interesting that, uh, that Martin Crab from Strong Partners was talking about uh, no, growth slowdown and everything else my view today is all about that value versus growth debate that's ongoing at the moment. And uh, I dare say, I won't give it the game away, but uh, Values Day in the Sun, I think, is uh, starting to come to an end pretty soon and uh, much sooner than many people expected. But you can blame the fiscal and monetary policy makers <laughs> for that one. And Steve Snos- Sosnick as well, going back to that, it's, uh, I think it was in the Global View today. I'm checking that one in there, also spoke about that uh, dichotomy. So mm. clearly, as we, uh, we flesh this out today, some themes within the themes, some meta-themes that we're starting to, to work out. Yeah, everything old is new again. We started off the program with that. Let's go and finish with that. Uh, Carl, you have a great night. Uh, for everyone listening out there, thanks for listening in. And uh, we'll be on air at 8.30 tomorrow morning. We'll see you then. See you then.